One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The way it's being seen is that a black woman voiced her grievance and in response she was told she wasn't good enough. With just hours left of 2021, AEW's Tony Khan put out a tweet in response to comments made by former AEW star Big Swole. On the Swole World podcast, Big Swole addressed a lack of diversity in AEW, something that was subsequently vehemently denied by Tony Khan on social media. Khan mentioned multiple names of AEW talents before in a rather bizarre twist, taking a personal shot at Big Swole herself before promoting that night's episode of AEW Rampage. William R. Washington is with me today. Will, along with Phil Lindsay and Righteous Reg, host Grapsody on Fightful, covering wrestling news and events through the lens of the black wrestling community. Will, you were planning to take the first week of 2022 off, weren't you? We weren't going to come back till January 8th. We had, <laughs> uh, I I don't even know what to do with this best of episode. It was originally going to be just some of our best moments from 2021. And uh, I guess in a good way, I hadn't even finished it. Uh, I was like maybe three clips away from, you know, putting a stamp on it, exporting and having that episode air on Saturday morning. And then it turned out I didn't have to. The tweet in question, so it stems from an article published on Fightful. Uh, like, as you said, Will, in, in the show uh, on New Year's Day, a lot of a lot of truths ringing out in what Big Swell was saying about diversity in AEW. Yeah, and, and a lot of her truths um, more than anything else. And, uh, and, you know, yesterday on Grapsity, we talked about the fact that, um, you know, th- Diversity is not necessarily the word I, I want to use in that regard, mainly because of the fact that um, what happened is what's going to happen when you bring up diversity, right? Because um, Tony Khan is a man of Pakistani descent. He is a person of color. He is a minority. And so, of course, when you when you say there's a lack of diversity, then all of a sudden um, that that makes other minorities kind of come out and go, well, wait a minute. We we don't agree with that. Um, we see uh, we see ourselves represented, and and the person at the top is like, well, wait. I'm a minority. I see myself represented. I'm making sure I'm represented. So, what are you talking about? Um, and so, you know, because I, I, I think more so, uh, and I I can agree with what she means here is that she means more so black representation, and that there there's not a whole lot of black representation at the table. Um, there is Brandy Rhodes who's behind the scenes. Um, and in a high up position, but for the most part, she doesn't see herself represented on screen. 
um, as much. And she was talking about TV time. She was also talking about the women as well and how much time they get um, and how they have to kind of fight for time and fight for storylines and come up with their own storylines. Uh, and, you know, one of the things I meant when uh, I had retweeted the article, because um, I had said that there's a lot of truths here. She also she also had some other interesting stuff to say, right? She mentioned how there's, uh, uh, she mentioned the lack of writers in AEW and how, um, you know, that's mostly touted as a good thing, but she's like, but that only really in their, their scenario rewards the, the creative. Um, but she's like, but if you aren't a person who's necessarily like, you're good at wrestling, but you're not good at talking, you kind of need somebody to write for you. And she's like, in uh, her words were closed mouths, get fed or closed mouths. Don't get fed. Um, and she talked about how, uh, pretty much the, the most creative people in pro wrestling, the people who can come up with their own promos, do that kind of stuff are the ones who get rewarded and the ones who can't kind of fall behind in AEW. So uh, when I retweeted, I said, there's a lot of truths here because there's a lot of stuff that people hadn't considered. But uh, the, the main thing that got taken by Tony Khan and all of that was that he had uh, the diversity line, really the line that was um, the headline of the article, um, which, you know, was a transcription from... Um, Big Swole's own podcast. Uh, and so that sparked a huge firestorm pretty much Friday night. It took over Friday night from the moment it happened. It was like, uh, I could have sworn something else had happened earlier in the day, but the, none of it mattered after that uh, once that got going. Um, when did you see the tweet in question and what was your initial reaction to it? Tony Khan's tweet? Yeah, um, Tony's tweet. Because uh... you mentioned on Grapsody, um, and, and I'm not quoting anything extra because it's just what you said on Grapsody, that you, you, you spoke to Tony. I had. Before and after the tweet went out. So yes. what what was going through your head when suddenly da ding, there it is. That's that's uh, as, as soon as I saw it, I thought this is the story of the day. Uh and funny in the UK, it was um it was 18 minutes past midnight. We just sang old Lang Syne, and I was like, wow, <laughs> 18 minutes into 2022. <laughs> 18 minutes, and here we are. But um, yeah, you as you say, this was you knew straight away. This was the story. This was the oh story. yeah, I, I knew <laughs> I knew exactly as soon as I saw it. Uh, it actually, so I'm in multiple group chats, right? Because uh, I have uh, I'm actually still in a group chat with all of my old co-hosts from RBR. Um, but then I'm in a group chat with uh, with my co-host from Grapsity and uh, and all of them, and I'm in other group chats too. But all of them. At the same time, we're like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's like, man, I need all of us to just converge into one chat because this <laughs> is uh, this this is not good. Yeah, I, I had spoken uh, to Tony before and after. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we talked about the tweet and talked about uh, kind of the, the issues around it. Uh, and that's like i said i'm not gonna get i said that on Grapsity, i'm not gonna get into necessarily the details of of the conversation itself um but you know I, I gave him my perspective on things i gave him my perspective on the tweet and i gave him my perspective on uh the representation issue in itself 
And of course, I invited him on Grapsity, and the invitation is still open. Um, I, I did it multiple times. They said, "Hey, you know, you're more than welcome to come talk to us." Uh, the show itself. So, you guys, you as we we joked at the beginning, like you were meant to be off uh, for the first week of 2022. Mm-hmm. So, with 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 Grapsity and the way that you guys. Um, discuss so openly uh, the, the black wrestling scene and the scene within the community. Like when was, who made the decision to go, right. I know we were going to have time off, but we've, we've got to get on this. We've got to, we've got to do a show now. Uh, I feel like uh, the first person to say it was probably Reg uh, in our group chat. Um, and, but I will say that the viewers were also uh, asking for it almost immediately. Uh, they were all, because I got asked, maybe two hours beforehand somebody had tweeted at me hey is there a grab city tomorrow and i had responded um well no but we do have something special planned for you we're going to do this best of episode there's going to be clips in between uh every single intro uh, we were going to do some special introductions we were going to have guests introduced uh it was going to be a cool thing um and then uh, and i had responded with that saying it'll be a special episode with some original content and then those same people were basically like, I think you guys have to do an episode now. And uh, Red just like, okay, I, I don't plan on sleeping in anymore tomorrow. What about you? And I said, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be sleeping in either. And uh, that Phil was the second one. And I said, okay, we got a show. Let's do a show. We're on. With um, your, I mean, your show still relatively new to, to the, the podcasting world, but with with that tweet and saying right we'll get together we'll do a show we'll put something together is there is there a pressure there let me tell you tom it's a good thing that my camera is from here up i had pit stains on yesterday's episode (laughs) i was so the the pressure was so high with yesterday's uh or this past saturday's grapsity um and yeah, there there is a pressure. And I was talking with a friend about this in that when we talked about launching Grapsity, uh, one of the things we wanted to be was uh, uh, we never said we wanted to be the voice in um, the black wrestling community because I don't believe there is a the voice. I do believe that there's multiple voices um, and uh, that we just wanted to be uh, one of them. But I also do recognize that in being one of them, that there is a responsibility that's come with that. Um, And that, uh, yeah, when certain things happen with uh, Black talent and pro wrestling, with uh, um, both from and to Black talent in pro wrestling, yeah, there comes a responsibility to talk about it. And people want to hear from us on that. And uh, so, yeah, there is pressure on that. Um, that's not necessarily to say it's a bad thing. It just exists. And uh, I'm not unhappy that it exists by actually, if anything, I, you know, it, I was taken aback after Grapsity ended uh, this past week. I just kind of took a step back and finally went to sleep. I slept for like six hours uh, after that and woke up <laughs> when day one started. Uh, but I did take a step back and, and, you know, just took a look at it and thought, you know what? Um, I'm glad we did that. I'm glad that we did discuss what we discussed. Uh, I'm glad we got to say what we said. I was shocked, as you could see on the show, was not prepared to interview Sean Dean at the time. Uh, Not to say I wasn't uh, prepared to interview Sean Dean. 
I've met Sean Dean multiple times as I, I, I showed the picture of him with my kids and uh, Sean Dean was scheduled to actually be on Grap City with us uh, in two weeks. But what I was not prepared for was, uh, or three weeks, uh, he, and he's still going to be on the show in three weeks, but I was just not prepared to interview him about that topic right then and there. But it turned out really good. I'm glad we did. Yeah, so for those, uh, I think a few people discovered during your show as well, the, the nature of what Sean Dean, Sean Dean does. It's not just mm-hmm. a performer for AEW, but he's the extras coordinator for AEW. And, you uh, know, and a lot of people know that because of the Sammy Guevara vlog, because it's one of his, that's the that's character it. he plays on the Sammy Guevara vlog. But um, as he mentioned, a lot of people think that's just like a bit, that when he goes around, um, you know, chastising extras, you know, that's a bit. But it is a fact that, it's because that's what he does. He scouts talent. He scouts the indies. He finds people to come in for AEW Dark. And we do know that AEW Dark has led to signings. Um, and not just in AEW, as he mentioned, it's led to WWE signings. Um, I forgot what Tesha Price's new name is in uh, WWE. Now that she signed, she was just signed NXT last week. Henley, Fallon Henley. Fallon Henley. Uh, I knew it was one of the Eagles. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was just about to look it up and then it just hit me. Fallon Henley. But yeah, Tesha Price, right? She was from AEW Dark and she wrestled there for a whole year throughout the pandemic. And then all of a sudden uh, is now signed. And that's um, one of those things where Sean Dean does play a role in bringing people into AEW, getting them noticed via Dark. And one of two things happens, or one of three things, I suppose. They get noticed by Vince, they get noticed by Tony, or they don't get noticed at all. And Sean Dean is is the guy providing that platform. And he is a black man doing so. And he is a black man with his ear to the ground for black talent. So I do think that it was an important guy to have on the show. And he is an important part of that discussion. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One of the things that Sean said, he was concerned that the community would turn on AEW and he didn't want this to be sort of a moment where that happened. Do you think a tweet like 
uh, like the one that Tony put out has has the capability to, to do that? 100%. Um, yes, it does. Uh, because of the fact that the way it's being seen um, is that a Black woman voiced her grievance and in response she was told she wasn't good enough. And uh, Black fans are seeing that as a uh, personal slight. It is important to recognize that part of Big Swole's brand uh, is that she's a part of the community, that she's one of the people. Um, that is something that she has uh, masterfully curated. It is something that a lot of other wrestlers don't have. She is very much a part of the community. She is somebody that tweets uh, even as an AEW wrestler, she would tweet about Raw as she was watching it because people wanted her opinion on things. She is seen as simply one of us. And so unlike a lot of other wrestlers, you could even say that about, I think Big Swole is somebody that people gravitate to and people see as uh, a peer and so when you attack Big Swole, it's like you've attacked the community. And so there is going to be a lot of uh, healing that would have to be done um, with people surrounding Big Swole because of the fact that um, a lot of people are being seen as like crossing the picket line, right? Um, a lot of Black talent have come out and said that, uh, you know, there was um, Powerhouse Hobbs who said, hey, you know, I've never seen AEW like that because AEW has been there for me forever. Uh, they were there for me through the death of my mother. They were there for me. They gave me a million opportunities that I was not even remotely getting before. I see AEW as nothing but great. Um, and, you know, Sean Dean talked about how, you know, he works behind the scenes and that he is working to make the, um, that representation happen. And uh, and then Leo Rush, you know, he was upset. Um, and then I won't necessarily say he backtracked as much as uh, he clarified uh, because, you know, he was upset. He asked Tony Khan to apologize um, more so demanded and then tweeted the next day that, uh, you know, to clarify, he was like, I never saw what Tony Khan did as racist. Um, and I don't either. Uh, I will say that, um, and maybe I should have clarified this on Grapsity. I never necessarily saw it as racist as much as I saw it as disrespectful. Uh, and I think, there is a, um, I think there is a distinction there. Uh, and I want people to know that um, I do very much see it that way. Uh, and I agree, or not so much agree, but I can see where Leo Rush is trying to clarify, but a lot of people aren't seeing it that way. They're seeing it, they think that Leo Rush was, was coerced into correcting, um, whereas Leo Rush was, was trying to clarify that he, he wants uh, he he knows what he wants to see change, but he doesn't necessarily see it as racist either. Um, one of the things that, that you said on Grapsody is that you compared uh, what Big Swell talked about to uh, being a glass door review for for, mm -hmm. for a company. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and and I and and Tony Khan and you and you're you know very much like almost like the Walmart in this business, mm -hmm. uh, and you wouldn't hear someone like we wouldn't hear Walmart bearing down on an employee who had stated their views in somewhere like Glassdoor. Uh, but Tony's always been, um, there's, there's been a lot of conversations about the way that Tony Khan uses Twitter. 
and in many different circumstances. Do you think this might lead to a sort of change for Tony? I can't tell, uh, to be honest. Um, I can't say that this isn't like a successful formula. Like it makes us angry, but also like Elon Musk is not making any less money. So uh, I can't really say that this isn't a successful way to go about things. Uh, I wish I could, but for whatever reason, I can't. Uh, and uh, in that same regard, and I'm not necessarily saying that Tony is Elon Musk as much as Tony, um, and I said this on Grapsity, for the longest time was just a part of the wrestling community. Um, and uh, before he was running a wrestling company, he was a part of forums and message boards. Uh, and he would simply just post about shows he watched. And uh, I think that um, in a lot of ways, he sees himself to this day still a part of the community. And in a lot of ways he is, um, but in a lot of ways he no longer is in that um, he is now in a big, big, big position of power. Uh, and that there's a lot more weight that comes with his words before, uh, as compared to before. Um, in that, you know, it, it's kind of like the old Donald Trump thing where when Donald Trump tweeted it in 2012, it's just some rich asshole. But when it's Donald Trump tweeting it in 2018, it's the president of the United States now. Uh, and there are consequences and actions that come with that. And I think that there is going to have to be a balance found between um you know, him posting his opinion on, on talent and posting his opinion on talent comes with weight now, because all of a sudden that has the weight of the, the second large, the second biggest booker in the United States of America in the world right now. I, I can't even, you know, I, I, my head wanted to go, well, there's Gato, but no, he's the second biggest booker in the world at the moment. Um, and there's weight now with any opinion on talent. This will no doubt be a conversation that continues on Grapsody on the Fightful podcast feed. Uh, will, where can people get Grapsody? What's coming up in the next? Now, I, I guess now you're taking some time off in lieu because you technically were meant to have New Year's Day off. No, 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 no. no. I would say uh, no days I mean, off, I will, some days yeah. off. <laughs> I, will, I will say um, props to uh, Sean and Jimmy over at Fightful. Uh, they, they made good on... Um, what was supposed to be uh, a week off for us. Uh, but no, we're just going to keep on trucking, keep on continuing because uh, we will be back on Saturday, um, this, what is it, January 8th, uh, with another episode that's going to air at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, youtube.com slash Fightful. Uh, we will also, and we've got special guest Montezzi, um, who is the co-host of Swerve City Podcast. Uh, he'll be on the show this week. Uh, me and Phil are heading out to Terminus the week after we'll get some content there uh we've already uh pretty much set a lot of stuff up um and then we got some guests coming up through the month of february and end of january i mentioned sean dean's coming back he was always scheduled to be on the show but just not then uh and yeah we're we're gonna be doing some fun cool stuff um i do i do want to say that some of the criticism we got yesterday um on the show is valid and i do plan on uh, addressing that as well um and i'll just out of interest that point what here. was some of the criticism that you had for the show one of the criticisms that we got was that 
in all of the conversation around what was said to and about a black woman. There was no black woman involved in the conversation about it. Fully agree. Um, and that we we should have. Uh, and that uh, that's something that we are going to do better at going forward. Um, that we do want to have, uh, especially because there's so many around the community, around the wrestling community, um, and uh, so many great um, Black women who are uh, making their voices heard. I think more than ever right now, there's so many um, great, talented Black women in professional wrestling media, and that on the topic yesterday, uh, we should have done a better job of including their voices in it, in that conversation. And uh, I want to, and I will. And that's that. But that's but that's great that you're in a position where you you get feedback like that and you take it and you go, oh, mm -hmm. let's let's be better because that's all we want to be in 2022. We all yes. just want to be better, sir. We do. Uh, I love the fact that we keep finding ways, you and I, over the past several decades, <laughs> for our, our stars to, to keep connecting. Yes, it's great. It's great. And I love uh, to. Yeah, oh, it's always well. It's always a pleasure, mate. Thank you for for being a part of the podcast today. Have a happy new year. Maybe a quiet one. Who knows? I hope so. Thank you for having <laughs> me, Tom. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 